From insurance business, here's your weekly global news roundup for April 17th to 21st, 2023. I'm Steve Randall. Global economic losses for natural disasters hit an estimated 77 billion US dollars in the first quarter, the highest Q1 total in a dozen years, according to a new report from Gallagher Re. Public and private insurance entities covered an estimated $22 billion in losses, leaving a 72% protection gap, according to the Q1 2023 Natural Catastrophe Report. Damages from the February earthquakes in Turkey and Syria cost an estimated $45 billion the report found. Of that, total insured losses are estimated to approach $5 billion, the largest industry loss on record for the Turkey market. When focusing solely on weather or climate-related disasters, which excludes earthquake peril, economic losses were estimated at a minimum of $31 billion in Q1, the report said. Of that, public and private insurers covered $17 billion, slightly more than half. The majority of the losses were associated with record severe convective storm activity in the US, which caused economic losses of more than $13 billion and insured losses of more than $10 billion. A series of atmospheric river events in California, flooding in New Zealand and an ongoing drought across South America. Business and supply chain disruption and natural catastrophes are the top risks for the construction and engineering industry, followed by the energy crisis, according to a new report by Allianz. The information came in Allianz Global Corporate and Specialties Global Industry Solutions Construction Outlook, one of several risk trend briefings for specific sectors. Larger values are at risk for companies, said Bianca Berriget, Global Industry Solutions Director for Construction at AGCS. Construction costs are soaring because of the higher prices for energy and raw materials, she said. Replacement is costing more and taking longer. She added the construction industry is facing a number of challenges, such as the prospect of recession, the shortage and rising cost of energy, key equipment and materials, given recent high inflation, a spike in procurement costs, ongoing shortage of skilled labour, longer lead times, schedules and cost overruns, compromised supply chains, ever-changing workplace protocols and increased competition. The energy crisis has contributed to rising costs in the sector, as construction is an energy-intensive economic activity, the report said. However, the crisis could also spur the sector to accelerate its green transformation and adopt more sustainable practices. The push to reach net zero will help deliver strong growth for the construction sector, but new technologies and greener practices will also bring new risk scenarios, such as potential defects and repetitive loss scenarios or unforeseen safety or environmental consequences, the firm said. Fire and natural disasters are the top contributors to construction and engineering losses, according to an AGCS analysis of 22,000 insurance claims over five years. The report found that construction sites needed to give more thought to the impact of extreme events like wildfires, flash floods and landslides in their risk assessments. Fierce fighting has erupted in Sudan's capital Khartoum amid a power struggle between its army and paramilitary force RSF. The violence deepens concerns among insurers who are still reeling from the threat of catastrophic claims due to seized aircraft in the Russia-Ukraine conflict last year. Nigel Wayman, global executive for Gallagher Specialties Aerospace Team, warned that aviation losses from Sudan will inevitably stack up in the war market. According to the Gallagher Specialty Executive, the war market already has its antenna up because of potential losses in Russia and Ukraine. More than 400 planes worth nearly $10 billion are stuck in Russia following sanctions from Western countries over the war in Ukraine. Unprecedented losses from Boeing 737 MAX 8 tragedies in recent years have also hit reinsurers hard, leading them to pass on costs to the primary insurance market. 
New analysis from Fitch Ratings has predicted improved underwriting results for the US property and casualty industry in 2023. According to the report, this improvement will be driven by premium rate increases in the underperforming segments of automobile and property. However, higher inflation and macroeconomic uncertainty could also impact claims volatility, potentially hindering a return to underwriting profitability. Fitch highlighted the 31% drop in statutory earnings experienced by the industry in 2022, which was largely driven by declining underwriting performance in personal lines. This is expected to improve in 2023 as recent pricing and underwriting adjustments take hold amid normalising insured catastrophe losses, according to the report. The sharing economy has boomed in the past decade as services like Airbnb and Uber become part of our daily lives. But with this unique business model comes distinct risks and challenges with insurance. IB Talk in the US recently spoke with Susan Brodel of Hefferman Insurance Brokers to delve into this complex but timely topic. If you think about the rental car example, we don't necessarily drive the rental car the exact same way that we would drive our brand new car off the lot. If you own it, you're careful. If you don't own it, you tend to be a little more cavalier. That's human behavior. There's a disconnect there in our behavior model. Um, we'll take speed bumps really fast in a rental. And we would never do that because we're going to have to fix our suspension. That's one of the big issues as well. And then going back on the insurance company side, of course, they're taking on these risks of we don't really know who's going to be using the vehicles. We have no idea that they're going to use it in a safe manner um, and no reliance that they're going to use it on a safe manner. And then we have no past actuarial experience, except perhaps with rental car experience. And that, that's just a handful of companies. So you don't have the ability to pick a number with a degree of certainty. And when we take away the ability of an underwriter for that, I think this is where it belongs. This is kind of the lane of the high and low where we should price something. You take that away, that lane becomes a, I mean, it becomes an LA highway. It's so wide. They don't really know. You can hear the full episode on our usual podcast channels. Insurance businesses' global 100 insurance leaders have been revealed. The special report showcases industry experts from different insurance niches from around the globe. This year's winners give insights on ways to create connections, such as revolutionising your website and business propositions, hosting webinars and obtaining speaking guest slots at conferences. The report also highlights customer service, cost-effective repairs and providing a variety of fully outsourced claims with high-quality and affordable rates as critical factors to success. Finally, the top players discuss choosing culture over strategy, staying focused and keeping one's word as methods for outstanding professionals to make waves in the industry and drive growth and innovation within their companies. Check insurancebusinessmag.com to get this exclusive Global 100 Insurance Leaders Report. Silicon Valley Bank's collapse in March caused havoc for the US banking sector and tech industry. New data reveals that startups are seeking stronger protection, specifically for company executives amid the fallout. The volume of quote limit searches for DNO insurance with $3 million limits more than doubled the week after the banking turmoil began, according to commercial insurance platform Mbroker. The $3 million limit is considered the traditional mid-range point for protection for the personal assets of company leadership. The findings show venture capital-backed startups are stealing themselves amid heightened uncertainty, according to Ben Jennings, Chief Revenue Officer at Embroker. 
Founders are feeling the pressure, he said. Not only are they worried about capital insecurity, but they also have to consider how the decisions and actions of others can impact their business. Results from the latest Aon survey found that only 58% of companies in the Asia-Pacific region see ESG issues as critical to their firms in terms of long-term success. A lower percentage of 29% also say that they have ESG-related goals and KPIs for their C-suite. The report, titled 2023 Asia-Pacific Corporate Governance and ESG Survey, results also found that only three in ten of companies surveyed have a dedicated ESG function. It also listed board and management and financial stakeholders as the main drivers of ESG action in the region, as opposed to regulatory environment, which Aon said is still evolving in most of the surveyed countries. While the majority of Canadians are confident that their existing auto insurance is the best fit for them, there are some who are still unclear on what factors impact coverage and rates. That was according to a survey commissioned by PC Insurance, which sought to identify some of the most commonly held misconceptions about auto insurance in Canada. Based on a survey of 1,500 Canadians, the study found that 22% of respondents believe their insurance rates stay the same when they move, while a quarter believe it costs more to insure a car as they grow older. The survey also identified that 32% of Canadians think parking tickets impact insurance rates, and 16% believe they have to wait until renewal to change or cancel their current plan. The survey also revealed the policy features that Canadians consider to be the most important. Safe driving discounts came out top of the list, with 50% of respondents identifying it as the most crucial feature, followed by collision coverage, liability coverage, the ability to bundle with home insurance and multi-car discounts. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by Insurance Business this week. For more, visit our website, insurancebusinessmag.com.